Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On this episode today, we have Brandy Nicole. Brandy Nicole is an international celebrity stylist, brand architect, beauty expert, and author. She has made her mark in the beauty industry as a trendsetter who understands the benefits of continuing education and strives to remain current by continuously enhancing her skills and different techniques, as well as training others to be successful. Brandy has a passion and purpose to uplift and build positive self-esteem through hair care and beauty education. She has over 18 years of cosmetology experience and certifications in business management and ethics, professional development, and that's just to name a few. Brandy Nicole has accomplished several milestones in her career with telling her story in the published book, Black Girls Gone Blonde. Brandy Nicole has proven herself as an expert cosmetologist and has taken her career to the next level internationally as the CEO of Brandy Nicole International and the Be Chic brand. Brandy Nicole wants to inspire and encourage women through her empowerment brand to be chic, confident, healed, interdependent, and courageous, which are the qualities she believes every woman should have with each Brandy Nicole experience. I present to you, Brandy Nicole. Hello, Brandy. What's up? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited to have you on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Yes, I'm excited as well. Yeah, so let's get into the nitty gritty. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Brandy, what is your definition of purpose? Okay, so my definition of purpose is utilizing your gift and going out into the world and expressing your reason into why you are flowing and functioning in what God has placed you in the earth to do. It's more so like I call it a justification because justification is, you know, the action of a declaration of you and your your standing and your right and your owning who you are through your purpose. I love it. Yes. <laughs> and I, I say it every time someone does a, an interview that everyone may say it different, but it all boils down to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's your why. It's your reason. <laughs> So how did you get inspired to do what you do today? To be honest, from the from the beginning, I it, it was it was almost as if I had to place myself in an environment that was conducive to my growth. Because starting out, my only dream was just to be a, a, a salon owner. Mm-hmm. However, when I shifted myself into new environments, which means I had to move from my hometown and move to a different uh, city. I realized that there was a greater me out there. And so once I realized that, you know, I was I was placed in a different environment, I realized that there was more to just being a salon owner. I started to evolve. Once I started to evolve, I just went it it just I just kept evolving into a greater me. I started out as a, a 
a stylist. Then I evolved into an educator. Then I evolved into, you know, being an international stylist. But honestly, it's not, it wasn't just the environment of the growth. It was also my failures Mm. that motivated me. It wasn't just the growth process of the, 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 the good success. It was the growth process in my failures as well. That is the truth. Um, people people don't understand that without the hard times, without the struggles, yes. where would you be today? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And see, the thing about it is I when I I went from the reason why I actually evolved into an international stylist, because it was actually the failure of being a salon owner. Now remember. In the beginning, my dream was to be a salon owner. However, my failure came when I connected myself to someone that actually pulled the rug from underneath me and caused me to go into $189,000 debt. Wow. I connected myself with somebody who I thought that was a good business person, a good investor, but really this person was really jealous and envious of me and set me up for my own destruction and and demise. So, you know... From there, it took me four years to even bounce back because it, 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 it injected so much fear in my life. But I had like I had to make a comeback. Like, you know, I had to, you know, take the dust off my feet and say, you know what? There's still another part of me that is out there and I got to tap into her. So I started to like I, I started to evolve and put myself out there as a stylist. Wouldn't really didn't want to go back into owning a salon, mm-hmm. but I knew that there was another part of me that was not yet discovered. So I had to put myself back in the right place and posture and go after her. That is, mm. <laughs> I be feeling like everybody testimony, my testimony. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, because it's like we all go through different things, but all these experiences really help bring the better you. Like yeah. it really helps you evolve. It, it helps you to understand things you may have not understood. Like you said, it puts you in a place where you weren't comfortable, but you had to learn how to be uncomfortable. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I tell you, embracing every bit of your life is so important. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And if you don't, what happens is you fall plague into an identity crisis. I talk about that in my book. I talk about the identity crisis because at that moment, if you don't come into the knowledge of who you are, because it, it all boils back to your purpose, because you can have you can have an idea and you can have many different, not just ideas, but you know, many different aspects in your career. But at the, at the end of the day, it boils down back to your purpose. And if you don't understand who you are, if you don't understand the identity, you know, if you don't identify, pinpoint, establish the reason, the purpose behind who you are, you always end up falling prey to having an identity crisis and you stay stuck in life. Yep. So, you know, as children... We have may have had a role model or a mentor. I want to know who was your role model or mentor? Like, you know, who did you look up to and did it change over the years? Definitely. Um, I, my role model actually started out to be Marie Turner. And she's actually a hairstylist from my hometown, Salisbury, Maryland, because she, as a hairstylist, she practiced hair care. Also, she was in a small town, but her salon was worth a half a million dollars. Oh, wow. So I looked at her 
and 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 realized that she was functioning in her purpose and just because she was in a small town she did not limit to herself to the the poverty mindset that other small towners have she didn't limit herself she went after and you know she till this day she's still my role model however it has changed and it has evolved you know because now you know I've added on to my list of individuals who inspired me and right now it's my current business coach who I am working with she's a, a mindset transformational coach that helps you bring strategy and clarity to your purpose so right now she is you know the number one heavy hitter in my life that's really pushing me you know even to a greater dimension of myself that's good yeah you want those people that'll bring the best out of you yes definitely <laughs> So what do you feel was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are today? And how did you overcome? <laughs> Self-discipline. <laughs> Consistency, time management. Well, like all of those were my uh, challenges. <laughs> but I had to understand, John C. Maxwell had wrote a book called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And one of the things that he talks about is the law of intentions. And once I understand that being intentional helps you to to grow consistently, being intentional helps you to stay focused and disciplined in the areas that you really want to thrive in. He talks about the difference between intentional growth and coincidental growth. Mm. When I understood that I was coincidentally growing and that I and, and I came into the revelation of there was an intentional growth. I grasped the whole of that. And I said, you know what? I, I, I actually need to be more intentional in my process of, of, of moving forward and thriving. Yes. Be intentional. Yes. It's, <laughs> that's, it's that purpose. Yes. <laughs> Doing it on purpose, with purpose. Every, yes, exactly. That's exactly. all it is. <laughs> that is literally all it is. So as a beauty expert, because that is exactly what you are, how do you help your clients achieve the result they desire? So what I do is, no shade to any other stylist, <laughs> but, but what I do is I listen to my clients. I don't do what I want to do. I do what is is best for the client. And so the first step is I listen to her concern or, or his. It doesn't necessarily have to be a female, but his or her concern. What is it that I need to address? Uh, what is it, you know, the likes and the, the dislikes? And then what I do is I let them know what they can and cannot do according to what it is that they're trying to accomplish. Okay. I have actually grown to not just, you know, just deal with the client's outer beauty, but I've now evolved into wanting to help them to dig deeper and really confront the inner beauty, help them to, to take the mask off and really, really help them to like what they see in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Because I can help them beautify their, themselves on the, the, the outer, but if they don't like who they are on the inside, no matter how many times I turn them around and look them, you know, and help them look themselves in a the mirror, they're not going to like it. So now I've been more intentional in my process with the, the, the beauty expertise to really deal with the inner issues so that you can truly love yourself when you look yourself in the mirror. That's good because, you know, you sometimes you don't have those people around who really care about stuff like that. So to be able to provide a client with that kind of experience because that's what we do when we go to you know 
hairstylists or, you know, barbers or um, any of those kind of things. The branding part is about the experience. What is the experience about? So to have someone that is willing to listen to willing to, you know, give you advice if need be is such a good thing. Yeah. It, it really is a good thing because you never know what someone's situation may have led them to. They may have been someone who just completely stopped talking about it and just Absolutely. sitting on it, harboring on it. And all it is is doing is eating them from the inside. Right. So to be able to vent and be able to talk about that, it, it doesn't just help you as the person providing the experience, but it helps them to be able to walk into a space where so they feel safe. They feel like Absolutely. they have someone who has their best interests at heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I and what I do is because I'm so big on continued education, mm-hmm. like I'm always, always educating myself into how can I be a better beauty expert? You know, I'm making sure that I'm staying current on the trends to help the outer, but I'm also staying current on additional information that will help you know, build that, 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 that inner beauty. So, you know, back in, le- you know, last December, you know, I, I, I actually got certified to be an international uh, women empowerment coach, which mm. now, you know, I'm a confident encouraged coach because one of the things that I always find out in women, you know, I can, I can beautify them on the outside, on, on the outside, but nine times out of 10, they have lost hope. They have lost courage. They have lost their confidence and their ability to even want to move forward. So what I've done was I actually honed in on the greater need to be able to work one-on-one with my clients even the more. Yeah, that's a plus for sure. And like you said, you're always continuing education so you can be aware like what's going on and how to go about certain things. Definitely. Yes. I love it. So can you tell our listeners about the Be Chic movement? Absolutely. So the Be Chic movement is all about, Be Chic is actually the, the, it's it's an acronym. It's an acronym. So I decided to spell B with two E's because what B stands for is, it actually stands for a double portion of you. Mm. A double portion of you. And then the acronym for chic, we know that chic originally stands for fashionably elegant. However, it's broken down to confident, healed, interdependent, and courageous. So the Be Chic movement is really targeted to that woman who is lacking any confidence, who has areas in their life that they have not dealt with when it comes to you know certain traumas and also women who don't know how to depend on other women because women can be we as women sometimes we can be so shady and catty and disunified but when I talk about the interdependency I I, I talk about the power of collaboration and that it is better to accomplish anything in life with two people Mm -hmm. regardless of you know, regardless of the culture and the background, we need to learn to collaborate and lean on one another as women and also build up the courage to pursue that which that's on the inside of you that's been lying dormant, you know, have the courage to to go out here and, and reach the greater you. It does not it does not matter the capacity, but I want to inspire women to be chic in that aspect, understanding and know 
that you don't have you do not have to do things alone right you don't have to you you do not have to just sit on the gift and not have the 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 ability which is the confidence because you know one of the things that we have to understand there's a difference between self-esteem and confidence Mm-hmm. And so through the B-Sheet movement, I actually help you to distinguish the difference because sometimes you may have the confidence, but don't have the self-esteem. Right. Or sometimes you may have the self-esteem, but don't have the confidence. But we always wanted to identify confidence with self-esteem, self-worth, self-value. And that's not the case. And so B-Sheet is here to bring a, a greater revelation to the capacity of confidence being healed, healing with the understanding. You know, because sometimes we experience trauma and sometimes we do heal from it. Why? Because we may suppress it and it's like out of sight, out of mind. And we think that we're healed until something triggers again. Right. And we're right back to square one. But if we heal with the understanding, then it helps us to be made whole. So that's what the Be Chic movement is all about. I love it. And I hope all of our listeners are really like jotting down these gems you dropping, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do be dropping bombs like I just I just want everybody to be great you know like when I realized when I realized that I had a power and an authority to just truly walk in who I am and and learn that that's what makes me happy you know everything else that comes in my life is a bonus so I'm really happy standing alone but then when you come into my life and I connect with you you are you're a bonus I just want everybody to be great for real. <laughs> right. And it's sad because a lot of people don't have that that feeling for everybody. Yeah. They just that out here true. hating on this person, hating on that person. It's not even that deep. <laughs> right. Be stressed for no reason. <laughs> exactly. Like, chill. <laughs> so what is your meaning of success? And what do you consider to be your current biggest success? Again, it can be personal or business related. I feel like success is if you can embrace your failures and learn from your failures, that is success. That is that's that is success. I I would never say that money is success, you know, wealth is success, you know, and that that's a part of it. But if you can learn from your mistakes and really grow intentionally, that is that is the that is the success. And as far as my current success, I would have to really say I know this may sound crazy, but I would have to say taking one of my weaknesses and really establish myself. And what I mean by that is I used to be the type of woman where if I did not like something, like I'm like, you know what? I ain't got to deal with this and I'm a bounce. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to stay in situations and learn. God, why you, why do you have me in this situation? You know, if, you know, I don't like working for, you know, I don't feel like I, I, I like working for people. And, and I, I currently work in a prestige management management position at Alta Beauty. And I just really didn't, I really don't like the structure and the setup of like the leadership. And I wanted another job, but mm-hmm. I had to, I said, you know what, there's a lesson in this. There's something that you want me to see. And when I really begin to settle myself, I understand that I have learned to master how to run a $2.5 million business. I understood and understand the business acumen when it comes to marketing and retailing, marketing and um, retail branding. And so when it comes to the leadership aspect, okay, 
you know, I, I will be so quick to check somebody, mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, you know what, what is the lesson in this? What do I, what, what perspective I've learned the success that I've learned is to shifting my perspective and see it from a different viewpoint. Right. That's what keeps you stable because we got a lot of unstable people. We got a lot of unstable bosses out here that you thinking you making boss moves, but you're really not grasping holding holding of the the perspective when life challenges come. You because you think you a boss, it's like you know what I'm a boss and I'm gonna keep it moving. I don't I don't gotta deal with this. You know I don't you know I can move on. You know you don't value me as you know a leader, so I'm a I'm a keep it moving. But sometimes when those life challenges come that ruffles your feather a little bit and you have that mindset that I'm going to keep it moving, mm-hmm. you really got to ask yourself, what is the lesson or the perspective that I have to learn? And so I had to learn that nine times out of 10, the leadership that I was under, mm-hmm. I had to learn that she's teaching me what not to do, what type of leader to not to be. So I'm just learning, I'm learning different things when it comes to really just trying to move forward onto the next level. Now that I've mastered it, like I'm now I'm about to get ready to shift into another level. And now I feel comfortable that if I decide to move on, I've done mastered what it is that I need to learn. And now I can move on with confidence, knowing that, you know what, I didn't move just because I didn't like something. Right. That's how it is. That's how it is, regardless. But that's good that you're even able to acknowledge that a lot of people can't. <laughs> you got to be honest with yourself. You can't you can't keep walking around here thinking, OK, you know what? You know, yeah, you're a boss and it's like you you making these boss moves, but then you're not being honest with yourself. Because when you don't when you when you don't see the results that you're looking for nine times out of 10, there's a dysfunction in your life that you fail to address. And when, it, and when things are not progressing and moving, you know, you want to blame it on everything else but your own mindset. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. So what are some ways you practice self-love and self-care? I really take the time out for myself. Like I've learned treat myself, reward myself, like especially when I feel like I've done, I've, I've accomplished something, you know, whether it's something small or big. I do treat myself, you know, I buy, I buy myself things. I definitely get my nails done, get, you know, get massages, things that will like help me to, to relax, especially after the, the everyday life of moving, because, you know, not only do I run a brand and a business, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, you know, so I have other, you know, I have other areas in my life that I have to tend to. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that I spend so a lot of downtime and then whatever that means to me you know sometimes my downtime is you know just sitting in the house and just reading a book or right. just really like just relaxing my mind like you know what I'm not even going to do anything today I'm just going to relax I'm not going to send out no email I'm not going to make a phone call sometimes it's just look I'm just going to rest today so you know it, it helps give me that balance and I do a lot of self-affirmation that's one of the things that I talk about in my book is positive self-affirmations. I write them out. I write them on my mirror. I write them on cars. I keep them in my wallet. That way, when I have, you know, uh, a doubt in my mind or a situation may come and I come across these, you know, different affirmations, I'm always reminding myself of who I am 
And that just because something comes doesn't necessarily mean that I am a horrible person or I got to, you know, downplay or devalue myself just because, you know, a situation comes or I, I may not handle the situation, you know, in a perfect way. That's good. Everybody has their own, you know, their own way in um, taking care of self and, you know, debriefing and stepping away from mm-hmm. the business or, you know, family life or whatever right. it may be that may, you know, consume a lot of time in their day. So right. that's really good. Yes. So do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life or in business that you cannot live without? Absolutely. I, I cannot live without prayer. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> I can't like I I cannot live without prayer I there was a time that I actually I did not settle myself and like take the time out in in prayer and I actually could tell a difference Mm. when I pray I'm like you know what I know why I'm going through this I I I, it's been a while since I prayed and so that is that is that is my connection that is my resource I cannot live without prayer I, I really can't Amen to that. Gotta have a little talk with Jesus. <laughs> exactly. He's the CEO of my life. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let our listeners know if you have any like upcoming events or projects coming up. Absolutely. Yes, I do. Um, on March 16th at the Hotel RL in Baltimore, Maryland, I actually have a brunch coming up called Brunch with Brandy Nicole the brand ambition workshop. And that's a workshop where I help you discover your brand story. I have eight pillars to branding that will help you really put together your brand identity and really establish the foundational pieces of of your business, as well as I um, invited three panel speakers that will either help you with uh, your image along with uh, life and wellness, and also how to help you fund your business Mm -hmm. through speaking. So I I have, you know, some different components that will really help the entrepreneur or the emerging entrepreneur to really be successful uh, in their business. So that'll be coming up on March 16th from 12 to 3 o'clock in Baltimore, Maryland at the Hotel RL. Okay. (laughs) That sounds like a good experience. Yes. So how can our listeners find you on social media? Definitely. So you can find me on social media under Brandy Nicole. If you type in Brandy Nicole, and that's Nicole with an H-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Brandy Nicole on Facebook, Brandy Nicole International on um, Instagram, and also on my website, imbchic.com or brandynicoleintl.com. Yes, y'all write this stuff down. Yes. Now, of course, before we end this conversation, do you have one piece of advice that you can give to our listeners in regards to bossing up? Definitely. Definitely. I will have to say that the best way to really level up and boss up when it comes to your business is to really be transparent with yourself and be transparent with those around you. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of times people, they think that when, when they are following you on social media and they see the, they, they see the glitz and the glamour and they see like you, you know, you in boss mode, they thinking that you had this perfect life. Tell me about but it. One of the things, but one of the things that 
that has helped a lot of my 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 people that follow me they love my transparency mm-hmm. they love that there are times where you know I'll every now and then I'll post something just to let them know I I, I have something called a transparent moment mm-hmm. where I'll let them know hey look y'all Brandy Nicole was about to give up yesterday but this is the revelation that I got and this is why I didn't give up but I had a moment <laughs> right I had a moment and and the thing about it is bosses failed fail to real you know realize that when people are looking at them they just really think that we have our life all together and that life is just a bed of roses and you know and lavender and everything is so sweet but mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> it's not we have to be transparent with ourselves and those that are following us because guess what you I guarantee you mark my word you'll actually step up your target market and when it comes to, you know, really marketing for your for your business and your brand, I guarantee you your business will grow all behind your transparency. That was a good one. <laughs> I just had a transparency moment on social media myself. And I <laughs> and I always post the same picture. <laughs> I post the same picture because it means so much. Like it's actually wow. a picture of me sitting in the sand in the deserts in Dubai. And I always tell them, no matter my location, I'm always thinking about how far I've come. Wow. And then I just go into, you know, what I suffer with, the loss of my mother almost 10 years ago, depression, anxiety, um, suicidal thoughts. I talk about all come that stuff on. just in this one post. Yes. And I tell them, always tell people, don't let your past dictate your future, because if you do, you're going to be stuck. Yes. In a place that is very uncomfortable, in a place that'll have you losing your mind. So yes. you always have to use, like like we talked about, you have to use those past experiences to mold you into who you are today. If yes. I didn't have those key things that my mom instilled in me, that my father instilled in me, my grandparents, I would be jacked up. <laughs> but I'm glad that they molded me into the woman that I am today. I'm the only child. So it's like, you don't really have nobody to turn to, ask for advice. You know what I mean? You got some key people, but when those key people are gone, mm-hmm. you better utilize everything they told you in this thing called life. Yes, definitely. And then, I mean, and in an instant like that, because you're the only child, now you have to have the mindset that, you know what, I do need, I need somebody. Yep. But then you have to be, you know, we all got to be strategic and our connections to make sure that we don't connect with people that really want to set us up for failure or that's going to stab us in our back. You know, we got to really move, you know, with, you know, with the idea of connecting with someone that's going to help me through, like having that accountability partner. Yeah. I think that is so important is having somebody that's going to hold you accountable, you know, in, in life period. And it's not even just in business to help you be accountable to your goals, but to make sure that I don't, when I get right, when I'm, when I feel like I'm about to fall off the edge, you know, I need that accountability partner to pour back into me and help remind me of who I am. Yep. We need it. Yeah, that is should. Oh Lord, it's the truth. <laughs> Child, we can get into that, and then that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I just want to thank you so much for being on this episode today, Brandy. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. I it was definitely a pleasure, and I, I mean, I I just love what I do. I love what I do. So. So I just hope all of our listeners was, you know, writing down everything, trying to find you on social media and continue to follow you through your journey of being just an amazing woman with an amazing purpose. 
And in that case, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Ain't none to it. Real one.